1: blessings and peace everyone peace and blessings my name is jordan brown and welcome to a peaceful moment we have finally finally made it to the first episode thank you so much for joining me on this journey i appreciate it so much today on the first episode of a peaceful moment i have one of my best friends vlogger mental health advocate and one of the strongest funniest people i know miss stage allen you can find Ms stage allen on instagram at underscore xodej underscore that's underscore xodej underscore today on a peaceful moment me and deja are talking about situationships and entanglements. so sit back and relax and be peaceful how are you deja
0: I'm great how are you
1: are you well how are you doing how are you holding up in this pandemic dog
0: oh everybody's doing their best right I mean Mm -hmm. we're all just doing the best that we can I'm I'm grateful to have opportunities to do so many great things and to be learning so much about myself during this pandemic I've learned me inside and out in a totally different way Mm -hmm. um and I still have great things going on for myself and even new things that are popping up and going back to school and oh, i got man. me a man now so oh, man. Been, yes child got me a man now it's been really great and you know i've also tapped into new talents um so like i said i've just been learning myself and i really hope that others have been doing the same and taking this time to really you know just rejuvenate this is that butterfly time you know what, exactly. what i'm saying exactly time to come out of that cocoon and- This this oh, our metamorphosis no. time yes yes all righty girl, you become a choose. new a new
1: creature a new creature
0: a new-
1: in the greek I- that's called oh. you a New creature is called creptice
0: see guys this is what i love about you you're always teaching me something brand new it is my head cool. up
1: thank you so before yes. we get started deja go ahead and um plug yourself in tell me all your social medias all the projects you're working on in the future before we get
0: started, go ahead. Okay, well hello everyone, my name is Deja. Sometimes I go by XO Dej. I'm a blogger and a content creator and I'm also um, trying to get my feet into uh, digital marketing. So look out for that. I'm gonna be starting something new where I wanna represent, um, you know, small businesses. They don't really have a lot of time to run a whole social media page. So that's what I'm here for. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on my business page. Well, it's really a blog. Um, business coming soon. It is at underscore X O D E J, underscore. And I also have a live show called The Chat where Jordan is one of my friends and he joins me all the time. So definitely tune in. We go live every other Saturday um, at 9 p.m.
1: All righty. So today, Data. So Data is one of my best. Friends, me and Deja have been homies since. <laughs> me and Deja have been best friends since high school. We met on the school bus, and now today, one of my good friends is here to talk about something that's important to everybody in this generation, and that is
2: situationship.
1: Situationship. So dangerous. Of course, you can curse. Oh, I'm gonna get crazy. This is called a peaceful moment where we show our trauma our pain and our hurt and we show our legacies through our pain so okay. don't say to yourself you are who you are because you are who you are so deja tell yeah. me who hurt you now before you tell me who hurt Thanks. you make sure you do not use anybody's real name so okay using uh alias who hurt you
2: um
0: how deep are we to go with this?
1: <laughs> you could call them Billy Bob, Billy Joe, Billy Bag, Bing Bag, Boobo. Uh,
0: I have been hurt by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it was never, in my opinion, their fault. Um, the source of that pain is insecurity. The source of that pain is not knowing who I am or what I wanted. Um trying to go too fast and and chasing after a dream that was shoved down my throat by media television um just society in general and um also everybody knows daddy issues plays into everything, and while me and my father you know we live in the same house, we always have we don't have that connection that I feel that daughters and fathers should have in order for them, you know, in order for young girls to go out in the world and have that confidence, um, in order to carry themselves well in relationships. And that's not to say that I didn't carry myself well. I mm-hmm. think my situation is a little different. When you talk about girls with daddy issues, you know, you automatically think they, they out here um in La, La Land, yeah, or, excuse wow. me, La La Land or slutting and bopping and stuff like that but there are situations where you get into great relationships and you meet awesome people but you don't really know how to continue to be yourself within those relationships mm-hmm. because you look for that person to be your everything.
2: Exactly. You don't have a
0: foundation for yourself and so you you fall short when that person is no longer um in your space anymore. So I think ultimately um not having that perfect, not it doesn't have to be perfect, but not having some sort of structure, since I was younger, kind of made it easy for people to hurt me. And I, I think see. every girl can relate to that.
1: It's yeah. understandable.
0: Oh, but we can get deep on-
1: We, we got you do. deep in here. We have what to. What
0: kind of do, okay? Who it was, but trust me, the niggas have hurt me, okay?
1: Oh my goodness, <laughs> not the niggas.
0: the niggas, okay? I got a man now but then was niggas we're we gonna get into the niggas oh and and even goodness. if and you know jordy may have a a audience of all different kinds of nationalities mm-hmm. so even if you white or you, you're hispanic or whatever you know what i'm talking about when i say the niggas now don't you say that's it.
1: right don't you, you don't you better line, don't not you say, say it. it
0: but you you know you got your your uh your jamies and your your Tommys and whatever you know whatever you want to call it in your culture you know what i'm talking about
1: mm-hmm.
0: the boys
1: so deja so we're gonna call can we call him billy bob uh
0: but...
1: can, we pinpoint, <laughs> if can we pinpoint your last also, situation
0: I mean my last one. Okay, that's a good one. No. Uh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, let's call him Billy Bob. Right. So, did Billy Bob actually hurt you? Uh,
0: okay, the reason why I'm asking you how should we be talking about a relationship or a situationship because I got good stories for both.
1: I'm talking about the situationship. Now, if you want to go into your little relationship, that's okay. But your okay, situation. So,
0: so, let's split it. Talk about Derek, and let's talk about Jason.
2: Okay, okay? let's talk about. Uh, so get into they it. go
0: hand in hand. So Derek is the relationship, right? My my ex boyfriend. Okay, we'll we'll go there, and he set me up in a way for the situationship with Jason. Okay, and in that relationship with derek it was you know what a first relationship would be like it wasn't my first it was my second um, but this was my first adult relationship and it was sweet it was kind we were together for like three years and we uh we were not completely compatible okay mm-hmm. but it, it worked for the time we were able to work for each other but it wasn't something of longevity and i didn't know until we broke up so once we did break up and things kind of fell through the cracks there was nothing wrong with that relationship it just grew apart and i kind of was like oh my god what am i supposed to do now because i thought you know i had found somebody who i could spend the rest of my life with just because it was so normal it was like you have me yeah I'm happy, okay, we could do this we could we can work, going. It out, but you know stuff don't always work work out that way, and that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. So when that bubble was bursted for me, I was used to somebody waiting on me hand and foot. This person spoiled me, okay
2: mm. if
0: I wanted to eat, if I wanted to do this, if I wanted to do that, he was doing everything for me um. And while I didn't really know what I wanted from love at that time, I knew that that wasn't enough for me, but I didn't know how to speak on it. I didn't really know if I was wrong for feeling how I felt, so I didn't back out of the relationship, right? Um, and then we ended up falling apart or whatever. So it was a reality check for me, because once you get back into the dating world, again, we're going to talk about the niggas, they <laughs> They are something else. Dating and, and girls are the same way. You know, I, I talk to my homeboys all the time and they always talk about how girls are crazy and girls do this and girls do that. You know, I don't know what the huge difference is because some girls are crazy. But um it was it was a whole new world on some Aladdin type shit, okay? Oh my it, was, God. it was it was, it was a whole new world. Yeah. With Jasmine. It was, it was With ja- I was Jasmine out, okay? And every week it was a new Aladdin because dudes come and they go and and that that coming and going type thing is not really like you're having sex with them or anything like that dating is all about having conversations and talking with people and getting to know people and stuff right so okay. that's something i had to get used to mm-hmm. and i came across jason who was an old friend and we just ended up you
1: know always to the old that- friend
0: the old, the old it's always friends. the old ones don't you But hey,
1: how are you and you're like
0: damn and, and it just yeah yeah you get
1: to know that person so
0: the funny story is i he's a friend of somebody from a past relationship but i didn't feel bad about it because we were we were in high school so who cares and it was a mm-hmm. circle of friends so he's still friends with my current best friend and everything like that so we just ended up seeing each other on twitter and, and having a conversation and um it just led into like us talking about the different struggles that we were going through at that time and we would just talk every day, just talking, talking, talking to the point where we got comfortable. And you know, that's the first thing a girl will say It's like oh,
2: I talk to him every day and he always oh, wants no. to talk to me.
0: And it just makes you feel like maybe
2: he likes me
0: and everything. Now, one thing about your girl, I am not afraid to say, Hey, I like you. We
2: should
0: make this
1: happen. I'm
0: not. I'm not shining that way. If I feel some type of way, I'm going to let that be known. So I did after maybe like a couple of months of getting Mm -hmm. to know each other. I did say, Hey, you know, like, I don't know how you feel. And I know you're coming out of something and I'm coming out of something, but I'm interested in talking to you. And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. And we just started, you know, having a regular conversation, but it started to get deeper. And at first it was like romantic. And then I got to know who he really was. Oh,
1: then, then the
0: but by that time, I was already in too deep. I was already in too deep. Oh, I had become...
1: Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So that's the point of like, um, that's the point where you feel ob- like you, you're too deep to say no, uh-huh. but you're too scared to say yes.
2: Uh-huh. And that
1: happens all I, the time.
0: I think uh, that didn't happen for me until later on. I think at mm-hmm. that point I was too deep to see reality. Mm. I just wanted it to work you know I had just got my heart broken so I thought and I was going through a lot of things it was my senior year in college my life was a wreck okay and this was something that was bringing me what I thought was peace and joy because at that point at that point excuse me there was no um arguing everything was happy lucky he would make me smile he would make me happy but it was this is something that i explain to everybody nowadays all my friends and stuff and they talk about who they talking to and stuff it was a abf situation
2: what, what is you-
0: that a ABS situation and what i call the abf situation is i and everybody else wants a b c because that in our minds is how it's supposed to go it's a perfect scenario for you a b c uh. and sometimes we get caught up on you got the A and you got the B. You ain't got the C, but it's okay, you know? Because in society we're taught, you know, compromise. And you know, make things work and working it out. Well, let me tell you something about the little Instagram and Twitter social media posts. They are not keeping it 100 with you. One thing that will always be true, there are a million little fishies in the sea. Big fish, little fish microfish all different kinds of fish out there for you to get in that water, start snorkeling and find you a fish. There is no reason why you have to stick with ABF, ABL, ABD. You need to be out here looking for your A, B, C. And at that time, I was okay with ABF because he had the track record I had never seen before. This man was on his way to making six figures. This man was, was in an amazing career. He was yeah. doing his, well, okay. Let me, in my mind, I can see it. Now he is making six figures. But oh, in my, my mind, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, oh my God, because he was so talented. He, um he was in this amazing career. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was going so Don't great worry. for him. And he was. Uh oh. My, my boyfriend hit this, but I, I'm being honest, boo. He was fine. Okay, he not finding me no more because my man is finer. Okay. Oh, us call see.
2: Me,
1: That's life progression.
0: <laughs> but back then, to me, he was the finest guy that I I had ever pulled before, and it was it was an insecurity thing because I felt like I could never do better. I mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this is a this is a snag. You gotta take this. I
1: can't fuck around on this one
0: exactly so i was like okay this is the upgrade that i needed i was like oh lord did you drop this on me the lord said no
1: and i said oh Lord, oh yes yes (laughs) yeah that's the thing so like that's really crazy it's really crazy that you said that because um in the last situationship that i was in right i had we were chilling chilling i think we were drinking wine eating doritos you know i love me a beef bag of uh-huh. Burritos, the red bag <laughs> yes, walnuts, the red and nacho
2: cheese.
1: And we was on the couch for like a good three hours, and all of a sudden I heard in my mind, "What you're looking for isn't there," and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Nah, I was probably just I just made it up. That ain't oh, that, man, ain't, that ain't real life. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <ain't real. laughs> that part ain't real."
2: <laughs>
0: your body will tell you your mind will tell you the people around Mm -hmm. you will tell you listen as we progress as we got deeper he began to unravel the the craziness within him this guy was bahamian and puerto rican Mm -hmm. and that's all i have to say about that and (laughs) what?
1: you can't be out here generalizing we don't generalize
0: but if you if you if you are into Caribbean people, you know who got tempers and who don't. And that Puerto Rican temper is not to be played with, okay? It's not. He, when he mad, he mad. Um, and I just started to see a different side of him. And really where that was coming from, it was driven by insecurities. It was driven by doubts. It was driven by not being where he wanted to be in life. And, um, I became a therapist. I became uh, the floor for him to walk on sometimes. (laughs) I, I became everything for him that he wouldn't allow anybody else to be because we got really, really close. And I valued that. And I cherished that. And I thought, I can't walk away from this. He really cares about me. But when it was time to show that he cared about me, he had a very hard time doing so. And it was every once in a blue moon that he would come out and say, you know, I love you and I care about you. He was the first person to say that he loved me. But at the same time, it was just, a, well, not the first person. I mean, he was the first one in the situation to say I love you. But um, it wasn't like a constant thing. It just, our love language and our ways of showing love was just not on the same frequency at all it was not on that's, a
1: really, that's a really That's i'm tribute. really glad that you uh you brought that up because that was actually one of, uh one of my questions do you know your love language do you know all <laughs> five of love languages let me pull up the chart I,
0: i'm taking it to every single time a dude want to get with you he's saying you wanted them tests i don't know why i do because so i do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i do do
2: that
0: i have to, I to
1: make sure you're not a sociopath about, um,
0: this time around in my current relationship, I think I sent him the test, but <laughs> That's okay. I don't know it. As many times as I've taken that daggone on tests, I really don't know it by heart, but I can tell you that I'm a very affectionate person.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't
0: really care about when I, when I really love somebody, I don't really care about like the gifts and the material things and everything like that. There's, things that are way more important and I think those are novelties that we kind of pick up via again social media and stuff where oh it's not a valentine's day if I don't get this or a holiday or he has to do this for me he has to do that like it's really unnecessary if you really care about somebody you know what I'm saying so that's me um I I like to show affection I like to say I love you as much as possible I'm just a very loving type person and he was not he was, uh, and and I don't even think it was because in the beginning of the the situation there was a lot of you know babies and this and that and wanting to be around each other.
1: So do you think you're um protective. you're more on that side of uh, words of affirmation? Do you think you're on that side? Yes, I you feel, like to hear it. You want to be told. Yes, really and
2: good.
0: he would, and and that was not him at all. That would get on his nerves. And that's, that's a red flag. You know, if somebody says that they care about you and they respect you and everything like that, they should be able to, to tell you and to show you that whenever you need it. I mean, of course, you shouldn't be begging every five seconds.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: this, is, this should be something that is not expressed every once in a blue moon. And it should not get on somebody's nerves to have to show you some sort of affection. So, exactly.
1: Because that's, that's a two-part, that's a double-edged sword. Because on one side, you have to really think about, like, Everybody has a different love language. Everybody has different ways of expressing their love, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. accommodate me, please. I'm making accommodations for you. At least try to try to be a part of me too. You feel me? Make me a part of (laughs) this this process.
0: Absolutely, it's a two-way street, and I feel like there there has to be some sort of compromise, some sort of like you know, back and and
1: forth. Exactly.
0: you have to understand when I say I was a therapist. This person went through, and I won't go into detail out of respect. You have to use names. Say Billy but, Bob.
1: You said his name was Jason.
0: Yeah, Jason.
1: Okay. um uh, His real name but still, was Jason, it, or his fake name Very
0: particular situation. So if this was to ever blow up, he would know off the bat. He would already know that it's him. But <laughs> just by the way I'm talking. But I, I just want to be respectful. But it was a very 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 depressing time it was very dark very deep and i cared so much and i was there for every single bump in the road and there was a lot of them um and i and i i held up i was strong you know but i would be lying if i didn't say i was driven by the fact that i thought one day he would commit to me however three years later he did not so (laughs) ladies Ladies, if you listen, fellas, too, nobody that really loves and cares about you and wants to be in a relationship, they can can really care about you and not even consciously be aware of what they're doing to you. Nobody is going to hold you for three years, okay? That's not, that's not cool. You know, the whole time you guys are speaking romantically and all this stuff and everything like that, and they just kind of putting you off and saying, oh, when I'm ready, when I'm ready, when I'm ready, that person is never going to be ready
1: yeah, that's really good girl that you said shoes, that.
0: Put on your you big girl um, shoes and walk
1: out. You know that uh that Lauren Hill song, uh X Factor, yeah. tell me who I have to be mm-hmm. to gain some rest. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're not gonna get it. That reciprocity is never gonna come. So stop looking for mm. it. Cut that off stop now.
2: Looking
1: stop looking for it because right. it's not gonna come to you.
0: You're wasting your time and you are blocking your blessings. when i when i Mm. tell you when i got fed up and i walked out the door god bought me outside the head with somebody that was really for me and it was so incredibly easy for me to shed that dead weight of three years of Mm -hmm. just constant Fussing, going back and forth, and just tearing each other down and, and being so sad in this space and sticking around. You know, one night we were talking about how much we cared about each other and stuff. He had just came from a trip. And usually when he comes off the trips, he, he goes in about how much he loves and cares about me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, you know, why do you stick around? And he said, because, you know, we always get into it, but we can't quite stay away from each other. And yeah. at that moment, I said, hell no. <laughs>
1: that sounded like oh, codependency. Oh, it
0: was awful. It was awful. Once he said that, I was like, "I know you coming from a good place." I didn't say it to him, but this is how I felt in my mind. I know you're coming from a good place, but that sounds awful, and that's not something that I want to be in. That's codependency.
1: Yeah, that's extremely toxic. say,
0: "You know, yeah, you know, sometimes I hate you, sometimes you hate me, but you always say so. We gonna keep it together." Yeah no Yeah,
1: we, this it. is not 1930s this is not
0: 1940s we're not doing it for know, financial reasons right I don't have kids we are Come not on. obligated to each other in any type of way and I don't know who I'm speaking to on this podcast if you if you listening to this at work in your car um, you just chilling at home with a glass of wine which I hope you are because I am obviously sipping on some right now I am um,
2: as well but, don't play with me I,
0: <laughs> i just i just want to reach out to you through this podcast through these headphones and i want to touch your heart right now i want to touch your heart and let you know that you don't have to settle for nobody if you nobody. can be happy by yourself what you need to be because there's no way to be with somebody else if you can't Mm-hmm. happy by yourself and i know people say that all the time people say that all the time and it's so annoying nobody wants to hear that especially when they're alone but it hurts so much when you become dependent on somebody and they can no longer hold your weight because that is dead weight if you cannot mm-hmm. provide for yourself if you cannot love yourself if you cannot spend uh 30 minutes to an hour or a night or a day by yourself that is heavy on somebody else. And that person that I was with had something with being alone. And when we separated um, and we decided to go our, our different ways or whatever, he took the time to start investing in himself and breaking down those walls and getting so rid good. of these thoughts of being alone and, and being hurt and and just running from whatever really was terrorizing him and once he was able to tackle that he was able to do so much when i tell you my friend gained so much weight um just stress eating and just being stressed not leaving his room doing so much harm to himself um and all of that was reversed within a month's time of just letting that let getting the training wheels off the bike and just exactly. going just Better on both. your own
1: two feet not being right. dependent on somebody else that's Absolutely. really good
0: yes so now um i'm in a very happy and healthy relationship and he is doing his thing like i said jason is jason is making that money
2: get okay it,
0: jason. jason don't don't do that don't get it jason jason is
2: making <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's very talking situation but um for me personally i think that it was toxic because we did not fit for each other, and we mm-hmm. did not listen. To them. The universe was screaming. Let me tell you a funny story. You guys want to hear a, a funny little, uh, a little tidbit story? A little tidbit. Okay, so yeah, when I was in college, and he was plug back your uh,
1: in- plug your alma mater.
0: Uh, Florida and. Then- yes okay. um our birthday is october 3rd i'm super excited um but anyway yeah so um i was in college and he was back home and at this point we we're friends or whatever but you know uh, we, we started talking romantically and we we wanted to see each other now the mm-hmm. plan wasn't to get it popping immediately but you know we want to do something now of course i don't mean like deep diving or nothing like that but we we just we just wanted to maybe experience the first kiss or whatever and my body was like <laughs> no and every time I would come home every time I would come home one time it was right before one of our dates my period would just come on it would wow. just be like hey what's up how you doing and I'm just like come on man so I'm trying to get some plain <laughs> the blood
1: the blood
0: the blood. That's a throwback I, t- I told my boyfriend that she used to do that. Jordan used to
2: predict.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Don't tell the people that. Oh, you know what? no Cut it out. Cut it out
2: there. We
1: gonna uh we can't talk about that. <laughs> we never talk about that. That was what in my weird stage.
0: <laughs> but but I was okay. accurate
1: though. I was very accurate though. Thank you.
0: Very accurate. I, I don't really get how you really knew. Thank um you. but anyway yeah it would just come on and i was like okay what my family didn't like him my friends didn't like him i don't know a single soul that liked him or enjoyed him except me even our my mutual friend was like i'm a run up on this dude because he is really doing a lot it he never put his hands on me mm-hmm. he never um did anything to harm me like physically or anything like that but there's certain things that you can say and certain ways you can act towards somebody that can really damage and tear them down um and because he was going through his own thing and he didn't really know how to manage his feelings and emotions and things like that um he took a lot of that out on me and i mm-hmm. i truly believe that like i said it came from being in a a deep state of depression a very very deep state of depression and um i see the complete 360 now and i'm I'm so proud of my friend i'm so proud of jason and um i don't blame him at all i feel like that's a lesson that i definitely needed to learn when the universe is talking when god gets up in that ear you have to listen You have to pay attention to the signs and he will reward you for it. He will. You just gotta listen. So that's my situation. I have so many situations. But this is the biggest one that I've definitely learned from. I have another one that I could definitely share
2: that's a little different. So let
1: me ask you real real quick. Was it more so your pride that was damaged or was it your heart that was damaged?
2: Um, You know what's crazy?
0: I it's, it hasn't been that much time since I stepped out of that situation, and I have to say that I'm not damaged. I, I I'm free. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy, um, and it's not just because I'm in a new situation. It really feels like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders, and this person is still a part of my life. They're still my friend. Um, we don't hate each other. Nothing like that. It was a lesson that we both needed to learn and we were able to move on from it. I think the pain was holding on to it. And I Mm -hmm. think maybe that was prideful. Maybe that, you know, I felt like, you know, as much as he used me as a crutch, I used him as a crutch too, because this is somebody that I talk to very often. This is somebody that I felt, you know, in certain ways he understands me differently than other people. You know, we have a different type of connection and that that's really cool. But that doesn't mean that you have to stick there or, or really stay somewhere yeah stay somewhere where they're really uh really hurting you so i'm not damaged at all by that situation and i can't say anymore that any other situation is still weighing on me there there is a situation that i think about often and that's the next one that i can get into Mm. um yeah, not not in a bad way. It was very different for me, and I can't completely share like all the details for this. But we're gonna call this one. Uh, who? I need like the skater boy name. We're gonna call this one. Jake. Kyle,
1: Jake. Say Kyle. Jake from Kyle? State farm. From State Kyle.
0: I like Kyle. I like. No, I'm kidding. I like Kyle. Okay, so Kyle and i um Ooh, another, another old friend i didn't really know him we had class together in high school and um he approached me he asked me on a date it was very very sweet i it was it was different you know i hadn't been approached in that way and i just felt like okay this person deserves a chance he he took me to the movies i mean i drove because i i like driving myself when i first Period. meet up with somebody Don't so like um, but he was goodness. like hey you know i'm, I'm <laughs> he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm stopping by the store. Can I pick you up some snacks? You want something?" Ooh, I really like that one. Well, okay, we can talk about that later. But um, <laughs> yeah, he picked me up some snacks, and we went to the movies, and we had a good time. And he talked to me and stuff like that. But when I remembered him, I remembered him being very different. Um, he wasn't like the super most attractive person when I first saw him, but he, uh, well, when I first saw him again via, like, Twitter, but, um, he looked better, uh, On the than than in high school, mm-hmm. um, but we all look better, I looked 10,000 times better than I did in high school, um, I, I wanted to give him a chance, because, you know, I was single, I was dating, and stuff like that, but this person was not me. If you know me, I'm a very, while I'm bubbly and I'm loud and everything like mm-hmm. that, I'm a very straight line type of person. Um, I do what I'm supposed to do and I, I get it done. Um, I don't-
2: And then take my iPhone. I
0: exactly. I don't partake in, in extracurricular activities, if you know what I mean. I'm not a smoker. Uh, I I drank for the first time when I turned 21. Really? <laughs> I'm a very in-the-box type person. In-the-box
1: person.
0: Yes. Um, And and it's so crazy because I I prayed and I prayed, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of being in the pool. You know, everybody's living their life. I want to live my life. I know it's a weird thing to, to pray about, but I just felt so uncomfortable with stepping out of my comfort zone. I felt so uncomfortable with doing things that I had never done before, but at the same time, my friends were sharing all these experiences, and I was like, I want to have the courage to live, I wanna mm-hmm. do something, now I'm getting older. So I met this guy and he worked at a um, smoke shop and he- What?
2: Drove,
0: yeah, and he drove uh, started, yeah. like, startup cars or whatever, like the cars that you build, he was one of the good people. A project and, car
1: kid? No, Deja. Th- that's right,
0: like oh, he was okay. a drifter and stuff.
1: There's already a whole bunch of red flags, right? That's- so first of all, I said Kyle and you like, oh, that's a great description. Second of all, you He's said a smoke agent. shop? Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not smoke my type shop. of... guy. Yeah. You see? You're my friend. This is not my type of guy at all, guys.
1: Target car no, kid? Yeah, a project car
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. There was no reason. No reason at all for me to be talking to this guy. This is not my type at all. And I'm not his type at all. But we went on a couple of dates and we had a really good time. Oh, we like day. to eat. We like to chill. We like the same type of music. I've never ever 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 to this day met anybody that likes the exact the exact same music. I mean, one moment we listening to Haley Williams and the next, we listening to to Ice Cube and the next, we listening to Rob Banks. Like we we would have a good time together so doing great. things that were not a substance. So eating, okay, listening to music, riding around, uh, going to fun parks, you know, little, little stuff like that. But those things do not project longevity.
2: And that's
0: an issue with me because it's fine when you're dating, but I'm at a point in my life, you know, I'm figuring out what I want to do. I work a full-time job. I have I have everything that I need and everything that I don't have I'm working towards by myself. I'm ready to collaborate with somebody. I'm ready to go in. Like, I'm ready to go half. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to build. <laughs> and this person was like, chill, mellow. I'm just, I'm focused on me. You know, I want to build my car. And da-da-da-da-da. You know, and I'm just like, oh. okay. But at the time, and and again, I don't know who I'm speaking to, when girls are single, and they get to the point where it's like, okay, I want to be in a relationship, social media, I, I keep pointing the finger at social media, because it really can get to you, it really can get to you, you have to be mm-hmm. strong, it can make you feel like you need to have something, and I wasn't necessarily looking at couples like I need to have it, but I can see my peers doing that, and I can see those messages slowly, like, self-consciously creeping into my mind making me think that i needed to be with somebody and so Mm. i was i wanted to take this person and i wanted to make him into you know who i you had a
1: builder bear
0: that's what i thought and
1: because in the
0: beginning he was so into me he was so into me he wanted to see me all the time he wanted to call me all the time and he um he was very sweet, he would pay for everything, and we would have a good time, he would hold my hand, and when I pull out my phone, he'd be like, you want to take a picture, like, yeah, yeah. You a picture. he was very, very sweet, and I had never experienced that before, and ladies, I'm telling you, that don't mean not a goddamn thing, okay, it means mm. nothing, don't, don't let that fool you it don't mean nothing now he not trifling or nothing he was just dating like i was dating but the problem with a lot of us is mindset you have to make sure that you keep the proper mindset to keep yourself safe because the moment you let the walls down that does not mean the other person is going to let their walls down exactly. so you know i'm talking to him and my friends are like oh he's nice and he's this and i'm like you know what should i take him seriously and i was like yeah your friends don't always know what's best for you <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah yeah take him seriously you with you. Him. right exactly so i did i did and he saw that and it was like ding. Now I can stop paying her attention. I got her. Exactly. You got me, so now you can stop Finicker. doing all the things. she's do So you're not texting me. You're not calling me. You're not doing this. When we go out on dates, we have a good time. But where is that in between? Where is that, like, you you were showing me that you wanted me and you were chasing me and stuff. When I tell you this dude sent me a whole list of things that he wanted to do with me throughout the year of 2020, he sent me a dating list, Okay none of that kids oh.
2: it's not true
0: like we're gonna go to this museum we're gonna do that we gonna do that and i said oh my god this us do real i so, have come from dating people that just didn't seem like they were really interested in dating they so didn't seem like they were interested in dating me
1: what it sounds like he was more so he was more so excited about the experience of having someone right. than having you is that
0: exactly is that he went exactly and and the crazy part is I completely bypassed that because he told me. And you got to listen to when niggas tell you stuff. He told me, you know, I'm looking for somebody to chill and hang out with. And and here's the line that gets girls if something happens, it happens. Girl, that don't mean nothing. Okay? If somebody tells you, if it happens, it happens.
2: That don't mean nothing.
0: and, And even if it does, even if it does happen later on, you don't ever change your mindset. You have to continue to do your thing and be nonchalant, and and it's not even for the purpose of the man. It's for you because once we get into a mindset where we want to be in a relationship, we are like hunters. We are looking for that moment. We want that moment. We are going after it. We are working towards it, mm-hmm. and that can hurt you. That can damage you when you are set. You got your heart set on something, and. Everything is going out of whack. Nothing is going the way you want it to go. You're not being treated the way you want to be treated because you didn't listen to him. You were listening to what you wanted. You have to listen. The the thing of tonight is to listen. Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. And listen to the nigga that's talking to you because he'll tell Mm -hmm. you what you want. And a dude, I'm telling you right now, a nigga knows within Mm a month, not even within a month, it don't take a month, within a couple of weeks, within a week, he may know whether he wants to be with you or not. You will not have to bang a nigga door down for him to tell you the truth. And if you have to, you already know you are wasting your time.
2: Exactly. If you
0: obligated to this nigga, if you ain't got no kids, if you're not married, if if you have no obligations to him, do not beg him to tell you how he feel because a nigga will come out the gate and let you know straight up, okay? Or he's gonna lie.
1: Or he's gonna lie.
0: Or he's gonna lie. Don't play with yourself. Do not do Mm -hmm. it. Um, So, I mean, he told me, and I was just so caught up in having fun and being experienced and being in the moment. I thought that I could flip the situation. I thought I could change it. But we all know. Everybody knows. You can't change somebody or make a situation different. Especially if y'all having a good time. Yeah. Especially if y'all having a good time vibing and, and, you know, enjoying each other's company. He is not going to want to change nothing. It's when you start acting crazy, when you start acting on them impulses, when you get upset because you wanted things to go a certain type of way and it wasn't moving the way you wanted it to move, that is the issue. And that was my issue. Um, I started to single him out. I started to give him more time. I really wanted to show him, you know, I was asking him to open up to me so we mm-hmm. have deep conversations, so I could really get to know who he was. And I had never been in a situation where somebody just would not open up to me um so it was it was difficult like we could have a good time together but when it was time to have those intellectual conversations it was just so hard um and and I still stuck around because I felt like again that was like the only option that insecurity not knowing what you Mm -hmm. wanted and that that ABS that sense of inadequacy
1: that's what you're talking about
0: right so um I mean, after a while, it kind of phased out because I found somebody that I, you know, that was really going to take me seriously and stuff. And it was another one of those situations where it was just a lesson that had to be learned because, you know, once I moved on and did my thing, he found somebody who really is into him and is really for him. Like, he needed, y'all know who Rico Nasty is? That's his type of girl. Like, one of the rock out chicks that be
2: smoking every day. And that type of stuff. That's
0: what he got. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, that's so perfect for him that is exactly what he needed, he did not need a me, (laughs) my boyfriend right now currently is, is a teacher, he's a man of God, he is a, a extrovert, he is about as quirky and silly as I am, and that is what I needed, I didn't need whatever the hell that was, but the reason why that situation means so much to me is that it gave me the opportunity to step up my comfort zone and do a lot of things that I would never do it gave me the space to say f it I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do things that I said I would never do and I enjoyed it and I I never got a chance to say thank you um and I never got a chance to apologize because a lot of the struggles that we went through are my individual personal struggles and I shouldn't have you know taking mm-hmm. certain things out on him i just didn't know i didn't know until i was able to uh, reflect in hindsight so that's why it bothers me a little bit because i really want to apologize but i'm that type of person i like closure everybody's mm-hmm. different you know what i'm saying uh, but just if, if i could tell anybody anything on this podcast i would tell you to cherish those situationships, good or bad, and learn from them. And take the lessons that you learn, apply it to your life. Try to try to get everything you can out of it. Don't let it be a waste of time. Because now that I've been through these situationships and I've learned from them, um, not only can I be civil with these people, but it makes me a better girlfriend to my boyfriend right now. That's so good. And um, a you giving me, me hope right sister.
1: now. You giving me Have hope. How many you had? You said you
0: had three. It
1: Situation. Was three? Oh, child. 'Cause I'm on my I'm on my third. So that means you
2: got <laughs> next to one. What?
1: You gotta get the best trash panda.
0: Situation shops are released.
1: Oh
0: it's been a few, uh
1: oh, father. It's okay. Maybe, your time.
0: maybe three, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Th- I have three,
0: sta- three staple relationships that will situationships that will always matter to me yeah i told you about two there's one extra one but it's stupid there's no lesson
1: there
2: which
0: is stupid i was in high school it was it was stupid
1: Uh, oh that's okay we don't think about those that doesn't even count as like anything because you weren't you wasn't even fully developed as yourself yet your prefrontal cortex wasn't even fully developed at that point in time so that doesn't count
0: well okay what i will say about what about that small situation it was just somebody uh, it was a it was a uh insecurity thing again it was me thinking that you know this person was better than me and that i should you know give it a shot but once once you know somebody like once you get to know what makes them ticker and ticker what makes them tick and what um how you can control them like their their pressure points and stuff you defeat that big monster that was hovering over you and telling you that you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't be without this person. Now they look small to you or on the same level. And that's, and that's what happened with that situation. So as I got older, I learned him more and I was like, "Eh, I don't have to be bound to this little stupid crush anymore. So that's what happened with that. It did follow me throughout college. Um, but I got better at handling it. It was more like, Oh, here he come again. Okay. I'm going I'm going to use you for a little bit and i move
1: on to the next Oh my, oh my God.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we don't no, condone that.
1: That huh? is true though.
0: No, what I mean by use is like, let's be real. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. People get used all the
1: time. You, be transparent.
0: I mean, and it may be purpose, uh, purposeful. Please? It may be all purpose. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Intentionally. And they
0: may. They may uh, intentional. Thank you, and they may know about it. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to you. You know, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but we can talk, we can vibe, we can flirt, we can be caked up, as we used to say back in the day. Um, because we're not gonna go anywhere anymore. Um, but do you think problems? that's
1: healthy? Do you think that's healthy? So, like, no, right, it's let's healthy. say, huh?
0: No, it's a filler. Right. It's like a buffer.
1: So is but, that good for like let's say okay, so speaking from a place of of your psyche right your mind your mental health okay. are those buffers healthy no absolutely but not.
0: It, it's a way of coping and mm. hopefully hopefully I won't ever have to go back to that place but um you won't it was it was helpful for me at the time but I was young you know I did what I thought was right at the time so I'm not suggesting that anybody do that I'm just saying that's the reality of dating it
1: happens exactly transparency we love to see transparency right that's so that's really good because that was actually my next question how did you cope
2: okay.
0: coping oh I have a very emotional person. y'all can't
1: see it but Deja is over here rubbing
0: shea butter. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I would plug. I am the content manager for a new um, cosmetic company, which is called Rain Cosmetics, and this is one of our products that is coming out on Saturday. It smells so good.
1: What is it, it has, called? Like, they
2: can't oh, see it. Hey, you left
0: this in it. I know. Um, I ha- listen. I'm just the content manager. Okay, I'm it's waiting okay, for the girl. name of these products to come out. But this has like peppermint and eucalyptus in it and smells so good. And I just want to rub it on myself because it makes me glow. So um, yeah, follow us uh, at Rain Cosmetics. Uh, Rain is R E G I N. No, is it R E I G N? Sorry, um, Cosmetics with a Z on Instagram. And I post amazing content, so I think you guys should really check it out. And definitely. Watch the chat on Saturday because we're going to be premiering these products, and I'm actually going to know what it's called.
2: So, Amen. <laughs>
0: but back to coping. Um, shameless plug. Back to coping. Um, I, I cope with phases. You know, in the beginning, I have like a really deep breakdown, and I I kind of sit in my room and I try to figure stuff out, and I'm listening to music, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking and stuff, and I may have a moment. Maybe not a moment, maybe like a month, where I keep reaching out to that person and I'm not saying this is good, but this is really what happens. Um, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to gain some clarity.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause
0: like I said, I'm, I'm that type of person. I like closure. And then me as well, um, me as well. I like listening to depressing music in general, so it just gets even worse. Uh my tips, a healthy way, I would say. Maybe mm, we should talk about it. But a healthy way to do it is to, I have allergies, by the way, It's to stick to your friends, and I'm not saying be, like, super, super close to them, all the, oh, my man, okay, okay, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, my bad, I was distracted, child, Um, but lean on your friends, you know, try to stay busy, try to stay as busy as possible, and keep that mind going you don't necessarily have to be attached to them I wouldn't suggest that but you know just try to get out of that sad slump place all the time it's very easy to forget that there's a big world going on uh and continuing to move out there when you're stuck in your space um and you begin to think, well, it's me. It's all me. And nobody else goes through it. And the reality of it is everybody, everybody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through it. You got to see beyond yourself. So you got to get out of that dark place, okay? Secondly is to, again, listen. Listen to when somebody speaks. If they say, oh, maybe not right now. Or we're just taking a break. Or, nah, 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 nah. Don't listen to that.
2: Mm-hmm. Listen
0: because they broke up with you that was that was it that was it that was the sign that's what you should have been responding to so and sometimes it takes more than that because I know me if you don't give it to me straight I can't hear you I
2: don't know mm-hmm. what
1: you're uh, come on so if you, come, say that yeah. again I told you, my friend the other day I was like listen I don't speak psychic signals yeah. I do not speak subliminal messages if there's right. something you want and need from me as a friend, you need to tell me face to face. You need to uh, speak words to me. Because right. I don't speak that. That's right.
0: So if you tell me, you know, I'm going down the street, I'll be back. I'm going to be sitting on the front porch like this. Okay. I <laughs> you wait. Know? You have to tell me, hey, listen, we are not doing this anymore. And it will click for me. I'll be like, oh, okay. Right. So I got to cool. process a way to get out of this. Um, so if if I was to get hurt again, I would try to push myself to already realize that before I get to a point where somebody has to tell me because sometimes men don't feel comfortable with completely coming out because they don't want to hurt you. Not knowing mm-hmm. that they have already wrecked your whole life already.
1: Destroyed your whole <laughs> self esteem.
0: Yeah. Made yeah. you hate your All
1: mom, alienated you from that. your friends. Right. Ostracized you, All put that. you on display, gaslighted right. you. But they want they, they don't want to get hurt though
0: you exactly absolutely absolutely listen my last breakup really derailed my life at the time i was doing good i was working for my university mm-hmm. um i was the president of my sorority i was getting ready to graduate everything was going on for your girl and then my boyfriend of almost three years was calling it quits with me and i fell into a slump i was just i can't do this. i can't do that and, what you say you want? Okay, not right now. <laughs> it was so hard. Once that's I messed okay. up in one section of my life, it's really hard for me to uh, push through. And that's why I say you cannot stay in your corner. You cannot thug it out by yourself. Or I wouldn't suggest you do it. Um, I don't think, you know, you should have somebody to vent to, but you have to be cautious of other people in their time. I just think the best thing for you to do is find a hobby dive into something that you like to do dive into a show um do something do anything do something. that's gonna get your mind off of this situation and don't go for that whole you know the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody don't do
1: that don't do that mm. don't do who that. told you who made that, by, that up that's
2: a, that's
0: a famous,
1: that sounds nasty that sounds like broken hearts but, but, <laughs> playing bees
2: yeah praying, yeah five but, but, tests
1: on a bathroom counter
0: but that doesn't only apply to sex um for some people it does but for you know those people that like to be emotional that want to automatically get in a relationship now granted it works out for some people my best friend got a relationship and she was able to find somebody within three months and i said girl you are amazing (laughs)
2: uh-huh
0: oh yeah she did she did she did her thing she i was like okay friend And she is very happy. You know, life works in different ways for different people, different folks, different strokes, all that good stuff. But um, I would would suggest that you do your best to focus on yourself. And I know that's hard and nobody wants to hear that because I for damn sure don't want to hear that. But it is the best piece of advice. And if I could leave y'all with anything, I would say that no matter what anybody says, you are the only one that knows you your story and how to handle yourself the only thing that can help you honestly is is whoever you believe in whoever you pray to and time because whether you believe it or not i think it's true time heals all
2: time's time gonna all. work
0: it out time's gonna work it out because these little things you're stressing over time will diminish it
2: mm-hmm.
0: Things will happen that you have never even thought about. Whoever you pray to, whatever you believe, I'm Christian. I know that there's a bigger picture. And that Mm -hmm. is what gets me through every situation, through every day. Because if I didn't have faith and I didn't have the idea of being able to say, okay, there's something out there that I can't see, any bump in the road would hurt me because I don't know what's next for me. I don't have anything to believe in so what what is that, that takes you down a, a rabbit hole of what am i even doing why am i doing this why am exactly. i here but if you know if you know there's a plan for you something that you cannot see something in store for you that you can't even fathom or imagine you have to keep pushing mm. you may not be able to see it but you got to keep pushing on faith because something is waiting for you. You just have to get to it. And it may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. It may not be next year. And it could be within the next five seconds. You don't know. But that is know. what makes life work.
1: And just like that, we have completed a very short step in a very long journey. Always remember to take care of yourself. Listen to your mind and your body. Like always, love yourself. Peace and blessings.